Eight o'clock. Thanks for joining us, Jim, along with the Buckeye Boy from the Bozarth Miller Chevrolet Buick Studios, the most trusted name in automobiles. Your hope for your team in 2023. What would that be for you? I mentioned for myself, Broncos getting it right, the head coaching position, fixing Ross. Nuggets just be consistently committed to playing defense. Mm-hmm. Avalanche just get healthy. I mean, that would be yeah. a, a good start for the Avalanche. It's weird. I'm sitting here in that break, that three and a half minutes or whatever. And I'm like, you know, I'd like to have a championship. Then I'm like, well, I mean, the Cavs did just win six, seven years ago. So, I mean, it'd be nice, but I'm all right for right now, right? If it doesn't happen, that's considerably different than some other people, right? Like, it's going to be one of those, we have to have it every single year. But such the long drought that my city has endured, it's like, oh, you know what? Seven years were... We're all right. It'd be nice, but you know, yeah. we're good for now. Okay. Shirtless J.R. Smith still living off that championship <laughs> seven years ago. He did the uh, guitar smash at the Browns game, ripped off the shirt. It was like 11 or 12 degrees <laughs> against the Saints. Love it. I don't think J.R. Smith has been sober since. Probably not. No. Even he's... while playing college <laughs> golf. I'm going to play golf. And I'm going to like it. He'll play all day mm-hmm. jr smith pretty much pretty much yeah all right so jerry judy defending russell wilson yesterday that he feels like that uh wilson's been the you know taking heat that he doesn't deserve you know judy went on social media to respond to an article uh that shannon sharp ran about wilson from earlier this week where Scared. the Skip, 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 skip. That come on, skip. The Broncos players don't like Wilson because he has the office, he has the parking spaces, and he sucked this year. And the players have a problem with him, and they're they they don't feel like he's he connects with them particularly well. Those are those allegations were from his Seattle days as well, from some of his former teammates, and that he's ticked a lot of people off. Russell Wilson has. Judy responded by saying it is because he's committed his life to this game that that's why he has the office and that Wilson has elite work ethic. I'm tired of reading things about my boy, making it seem like he's not a good teammate. Other unnecessary stuff that's not true, and I just wanted to get that out in the air, that he's a good teammate and he's a hardworking teammate. I just feel like I needed to get that out there because there's a lot of false narratives about him. Okay, Double J, that that may be true. He may be a great teammate. He is a bad football player this year. Right now, he's yeah. I, I, look, he may the, the the allegations of him not being a good teammate. Okay, maybe that's been overhyped. And maybe he's I mean, a Garrett, great. Because Garrett Bowles has tweeted about mm-hmm. this as well that he supports what Jerry Judy is saying. But okay, so there's two of the other fifty-two guys from the opening day roster you know there's been a hundred guys in and out of there he's probably rubbed some of them the wrong way it's just statistics if you have a hundred people in a room not all hundred are gonna like everything about you are there guys in the broncos that don't like russ yes Yes. are they gonna come out and say as much no 
Do you like every one of your coworkers? Mm-hmm. No. I think everybody, there's varying degrees of what your relationship I'm is. I'm in this room alone, and I don't like everybody in here at times. <laughs> so, I mean... <laughs> it sounds like it's a you problem, sir. You but need you to, know what I mean? It's Yeah, I... <laughs> I mean, I, I like everybody I work with, but we have varying degrees of relationships. That's just that's just reality. That's just you know how things are. Yeah. And do I think some of it's probably been a little bit overblown? Yeah, probably a little bit. I think there's also there there's there's a lot of gray here. There's some truth I think to some of this stuff, and I there has to be. And 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 I agree with you know, we had Mike Rice on, and and we well, we talked about it before Mike even came on yesterday. Mm-hmm. That if if Russ wants to, if if there's bridges that need to be rebuilt, that a, a step toward that would certainly be, hey, I don't need this office, I don't need these parking spaces, right? I haven't earned them. I appreciate you guys giving them to me when I walked in the door. I'll wear somebody else's jersey to work, but I don't. <laughs> the way I play this year, I don't deserve them. No. And and and, he, and, there, and there needs to be the law needs to be laid down that you are not different than anybody else here. This this whole relationship they have with Hackett mm-hmm. and shows the the, I love know, the, the guy the, the naive yeah. approach of being a first year head coach and part of Nathaniel Hackett of mm-hmm. yeah we're going to collaborate and it's going to be great. He's an equal working partner. There there comes a point in any organization where you want to respect veteran people, experienced people. You want to respect them. But when you give them free reign, when you give them too much, and when they, they're coming into your organization new, right? and they haven't proven anything in your organization yet, they might have been really, really outstanding. That's why they're with you now. But there needs, to be, there needs to be somebody there that tells Russ to take what is open. If you have a lane as wide as a street where you can run 10 yards and get a first down, run and get a first down. Don't try to prove to everyone that you can get the job done every single play by throwing it 20 yards downfield when your receiver's only 15 yards downfield. Take what's open. Nathaniel Hackett, I don't think, ever had that sway with Russ to he be never, able to say to his face, take what's available. Never criticized him in the media, which I, I don't look at. I mean, I, I don't I'm, I'm, I'm reluctant about, about that because I think that's stuff you deal with internally. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't. It's but you can't be critical Bednar, of him. If Jared Bednar says that Alex Newhook's not playing well and that's why he's not playing, mm-hmm. hey, it's it's okay to say, hey, Russ did not have a good game today. He didn't play well, right? Because that's factual. That's not yes. throwing him under the bus. That's yeah, he didn't play well. But the he, kid he, gloves on Russ. He's a grown ass man. He shouldn't need kid gloves anymore. I mean, he's not like think. Zach Wilson, right? Who's in his second or third year in the league or whatever. And when it comes to, I, I have an appreciation for Double J and Garrett Bowles. They have their guys back, right? And I appreciate Dude's that, struggling. too. I, I get it. I understand. And I'm not entirely even saying that they're lying. In their mind, what they're saying could very well be 100% true. If I were to just come out and make it and say it like, oh, Russ is not a great teammate, I'm probably making that up. I'm inferring, but I don't know for sure. Shannon Sharp knows enough people around the league to where he's probably got something, right? Or somebody reached out to Uncle Shannon and is like, uh, hey, man, Russ is kind of a tool, you know? Or, Steve, may, or Steve Atwater, or somebody, who has a relationship with players, one and guy? their former teammates, and their media guys, and hey, 
Right. Here's what I'm hearing from people it about him. It may just be one or two guys, but that's enough to yeah. go on the argument shows and be like, I'm hearing Russell Wilson's kind of a bad teammate at times. And to some guys... Everybody they, could be right. They may feel like that those are things that are not earned and and that he's put himself above this football team, above, above his teammates. All right, so we got some thoughts today on it. Uh, Chick-fil-A breakfast team phone line 970-242-1340. Jackson Wilson, River City Sportplex. Hello, Jackson. What's going on? I'm glad we got your mic fixed. It, I, oh, yeah. I thought we had it fixed here a while back, and then today you sh- you show up, sir, and all of a sudden it decides to not hockey behave, players to behave poorly. If we're, not, if we're not breaking teeth or breaking mics, <laughs> I guess. So, well, I thought you were handling with kid gloves. Yeah. You really were. Just yeah. Don't break the teeth. On I was the just mic. picturing it being Russell Wilson. <laughs> I think. <laughs> hey, I think that's like. I think that's a great business move by Jerry Judy, though. You know, that's probably the best quarterback he's had so far with the Broncos. So, and he's like, "Hey, Russ, you're my guy." You know. Plus, hey. by the way, a couple more times a game, I'm. I'll be yeah. open. Yeah. How, do you, how do you get the rock ten times yep. a game? Yeah. Back your boy on. Hey, t- tell the guy how much. Hey, look, hey. I love this guy. He's he's. Yeah. Why not? Yeah. Why not? So absolutely. Yeah, that's a smart business move. On on you're right on on Jerry Judy's part. Uh, Avalanche lose last night in the shootout to the Kings. Yeah, uh, we had Connor McGahee on the other day, and and the Kings are off to a great start. He doesn't think it's sustainable, but you know they got the win last night, which is frustrating because the Avalanche you're up four two in the yeah. third period. They they lose at uh, to your Coyotes yep. at at Mullet the other night, no. and um, that was fun. <laughs> Yeah, you know, that's they one flew, word for it. They flew out the day of the game. Yeah, that was of, crazy because of the the travel. Part they took of it. The they CBA. took a two hour nap. They had morning skate in Denver. Flew out, got there, two hour nap. Got to the game probably about half hour or some later than they probably normally would have to any other game. And then yeah, they just came out flat against the Coyotes. Um, I watched. I watched a lot of that game. I thought you know. I thought both teams played well. Coyotes just kind of buried a couple more scoring chances. Avs were in it the whole time. They just couldn't really bury. They just didn't really have that flow that we saw a lot of last year with with a lot of their guys. And you know that just comes with a lot of guys being hurt. But you know, even with these injuries, though, it's fun to see the emergence of. Um, excuse me, of uh, Ben Meyer. He's been unbelievable playing center there for the Avs. Um, and then some of these other guys just coming up getting some reps in. So still fun to watch them. Last night was crazy. Yeah, against the Kings. Up forty two. Kale McCarr's a god. Three point second period for oh Kale McCarr. Passes Adam Foot on most goals all time in a Avalanche sweater. Um he's unbelievable. I mean, like you watch some of the things he do, he does. I'm just how is he not getting touched or yeah. hit right now? You know what I mean? Like he reminds me of you know, and I'm twenty six, so I think of Ladani and Tomlinson, right? right? Like like him dancing through guys. I mean, you're watching hockey, Kale McCarr's just dancing through guys. I mean, it's it's pretty insane. Um, yeah, he had a three point nine, I think, last night. But yeah, I mean, it just they just got sloppy in the third period. Forwards started trying to like come up, and they stopped moving their feet. And in hockey, when you, I guess, any sport, when you stop moving your feet and you're trying to defend a player and you're not matching their speed or you're not able to angle properly, I mean, you're going to get beat. So the Kings were just using their their puck skills and their skating ability, and they're skating wide and getting around guys in the neutral zone, and then they're creating offensive pressure and rushes. So you know that's tough to defend if your forwards can't really stop momentum uh earlier up the ice but uh yeah tough shootout um absolutely filthy move by victor arvidson if anyone saw that too i mean some of these guys just have the sickest hands so um evan rodriguez he's been playing good he tried standing he tried the same move for the third straight shootout did not work this time (laughs) um yeah we were watching we're like evan you got to just switch it up, man. Just just once in a while, and then go back to the well. You know what I mean? You can't right. just can't do it every time because 
you know, in hockey, they watch film too, Jim. They they, they do. They, they they watch film too, and they will watch these guys in the shootouts, and if there's patterns, they'll catch on and where to shoot on the goalies, and they're giving out, you know, 28% blocker side, 14% five hole, you know, eight, you know, 8% golf. So they know what's going on, and, you know, but it's always fun to watch. Yeah, always looking for those tendencies. Yeah, particularly in, in a situation like that. Miko Randon's having an outstanding oh. season. Two assists last night. Uh, with 24 goals on the season for Miko. And I think with with no McKinnon right now, with no Landeskog, obviously Makar is still there and he's he's fantastic. But the spotlight has really been on the moose, hasn't it? And oh, yeah. I think I think for people that didn't appreciate him because he he's been kind of robin to you know to the batman for for nathan mckinnon that i think sometimes we forget how good that guy is and we're seeing how good that guy is yeah it's um he gets you're you're definitely right like with the top talent on the avalanche there's layers and he's definitely you know someone that doesn't get you know noticed as often as someone who can be one of that those top players and now with these guys out i mean i'll even go back and saying that like i was you know so I didn't think he was going to reach this level. I, right. mean, I mean, the past three or four weeks, it's been truly unbelievable. And, um, you know, he's going in, he's making these decisions, he's being able to be offensive, smart defensively too at points. And so when he comes back with uh, McKinnon and Landeskog, right, it doesn't just have to be the three-headed monster anymore, right? You can trust him almost to take him off that line, and now you have two first lines as well, um, especially with how I think Ben Myers has been playing. I think he's really he's still too young to be that second center the Avs are looking for, but he's really developing into someone that uh, that can really win some face-offs for him, go in and be offensive and creative. So it's super fun to watch. Um, but yeah, and then, you know, Jajori have been playing good. That was the other thing was the goaltending this year. How's that going to be? And, you know, I think he's held his own. I don't think he's been, you know, necessarily spectacular at points. Um, but you know he, he's been doing good enough, and like, and when once this team gets back in front of him, like we were talking about, you you put this full Avalanche team in front of any goaltender, they're going to be able to find success. Yeah, and, and right now they're you know, looking at the odds from um, the Athletic current odds right now in the NHL uh, from their senior national writer uh, Sean Gentile, national writer Haley uh, Sylvain, and NHL betting expert Jesse Granger. Bruins are the favor right now, followed by Carolina. Guess who's third? Yep. Even with all the injuries. Yeah. Colorado Avalanche. It's 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 almost when they get healthy, they're they're going to be there's even even right now, limited. And they're starting to get some guys back, but still limited in terms of no no Landeskog and and, and, and no Nathan McKinnon, which we might see McKinnon back this weekend possibly. That even with those things, they're still the third, you know, best team in the National Hockey League third in terms of favorites to win the cup again that, that says a lot about how good this team is last i heard about lannis cog he's about three to four weeks out so he's close so we're, we're close on lannis cog we should get him back around the end of january um and hopefully mckinnon's back back in his groove a little bit there um and then guys will start kind of funneling back you know obviously as well too so i mean once i think they get those top guys back it'll be a different deal and as a gambling man a non-successful one um i will say that the sports guy like the betting guys the vegas the odds makers they know what they're doing like there's a reason we're still in third for no reason the abs are in third to win the cup and in their vegas odds so maybe they know something we don't yeah and then that's that's to win the cup right that'd be the runner-up 
You know who the odds on favorite uh, is? 20, oh. The odds on favorite to be the runner-up. Uh, is, that, is that us? It's Colorado Avalanche. Yeah. The East is strong, man. The East is strong. Carolina, Boston. You know, you still got to go. Florida might be all right. Like, got to go through Tampa. Got to go through Toronto. Like, they, well, of they, course, Boston had that incredible record setting start at home. Yep. Pasternak's really good. I well, mean, Jim, Jim Montgomery, former DU yeah. coach who, who coached got, got, with the Stars first and is now, yeah. this is his first year up there, and he has really turned that group around because they didn't make many personnel changes other no. than the coach, and they've just they've been cruising, so. Yeah, that's that. What could be fun? Bruins Avalanche. That'd be fun to watch. Yeah, yeah. I also, I, I think you know, I think the Western Conference. I, I looking at it. If they don't meet before Vegas, Colorado, I really like what Vegas is doing up there as well. And they have a good stud goaltender in Logan Thomas, rookie guy too. So, no, it's super fun. You know, the NHL's been jam packed this year. It's fun watching the Avs do their thing. I mean, Kale McCarr is unbelievable. Like, I, I still can't get over this guy. And if you guys yeah. aren't watching as close as I am. I mean, just there's no reason why this guy's not getting hit in some of these situations. Like going to retrieve the puck, going up the ice. Like he's not getting touched, and it's I don't get it. I, I, he's put a body on him, right? He see, yeah, but he sees the game so slow, and he's able to. He's, he's, he's so, one of those guys. It just, it just slows down for him. You know what it's I mean? It's almost like he's able to to anticipate hits, avoid hits. Right. He's so athletic that I mean, it's just a a combination of. I mean, of being intuitive and being so smart on the ice, yeah. and also just the athletic ability he's that he's twenty-three exists. years old, and he's, he, and he plays like he's thirty. Yeah, or, and, and he weighs 40. and he weighs I don't know, buck ninety, buck yeah. ninety-five maybe. Like, and you know, he's got his mouth guard hanging out. Yeah, he's got his rosy red cheeks. He looks like a kid playing pond hockey out there, man. It's and, unbelievable. And he just has this look. McKinnon and him have this look oh, God. of guys. He it's like you just mentioned. He's only like one ninety. Yeah. Which you know in the hockey world that's not that's not huge, yeah. And he just has this look like don't screw with me. I want to see him like fight. I, I like they're just cold blooded killers. They're both love, of those guys. I, they just have that I, look about him. He hasn't had a fight fight yet. I don't think has. No, he? I don't think so. Could you imagine the first time how many girls' hearts are going to drop out there like watching Kill McCart? <laughs> no, I know. I don't know. No, I can't. Not the, not the face. I'm gonna be sitting there like, yes, <laughs> finally kill. Finally, <laughs> mix it up. Yeah, seriously, yeah. man. Hey, I saw hey McDermott, man. God, he's fun to watch. He was he was getting into it last night, sticking some guys going hard oh, yeah. in that. Like it's just fun, man. There's you gotta, still a role for those guys, even though you gotta and, have it. And even though I I'm I'm glad the NHL has taken the emphasis off fighting. Because yep. I think that's always and the, the headshots and right. Yeah. The the thing that always to me detracted from how great the game is. Right. Was that well it's it's always the fights, right? It's you know, it's like NASCAR. You're just watching it for the the the, the, the accidents, the wrecks. Yep. That was the thing I, I didn't like about about how hockey was perceived because that's not what the game's about. I right. mean, it's part of right. the game, and I think that's been de-emphasized, which is good, good for the health of players. I mean, we talked about how much CTE guys that have been enforcers, you know, guys that have lost you know lost their lives because of that. I think that's what's made the game even more popular. It's but there's still there needs to be a level of physicality which oh, yeah. McDermott brings to the table. No, it's team. you know, and, and going back to the whole you know what McKinnon and McCarr look like. I mean, I remember when McKinnon fought the guy in 
uh, busted his finger or his hand or whatever, and they were like, "All right, Mac, uh, we're gonna get a guy in here." That you don't have to go do that. You don't have to do I that. Know you, I know you kind of like to do God, that. I love it, but I but love don't it. but don't do that, okay? You know, so no, it's it's so fun, man, and that, and that's what I'm saying. And, and, and I know Makar like is he's not a fighter. He's a never fighter guy. But he looks just, like he. But he looks like a guy. There's though. gonna be a time, yeah. Jim. I'm telling you, and and it's not. It might not be this year. It might not be next year. It might be five, ten years. But there's when he drops the mitts, I'm gonna be like, let's go. See, I just think you know, he got that little baby face thing, but there's just that look about it. I want to see him fight. Like he's there's got a it. guy that's like, I don't know if I want to screw with that guy. Maybe I might want to leave that guy alone. Maybe for next week, I'll make a list of guys I think Kale McCarr should fight. Okay, like in his weight class. You know what I mean? Because obviously, you can't put McCarr up against like Ryan Reeves. No, right? no, you no, could, no, that's, no. You can't do that. No, that's just that's, not fair. no, no, absolutely not. You no. know what I mean? But I mean, you know, there, there's guys that, like you know, Trevor Zegris on the Ducks. You know, he's a per, like he's a pretty boy, pretty, pretty good. McCarr could beat him down. You, you want know? you want the, like the handsome men's club matchup, <laughs> you know, but between Kale McCarr and some of these guys, you know that they like you not could, in the face, not in the face. I'm telling you, you could sell this fight. Stomach, okay, but not in the face. Jeez, Cron- the, Cron- the face better not it. catch wind of this. Yeah. Wait, you think Crocky's going to sell it? Yeah. He's going to sell paper him, him, and, car? him and Dana White getting together trying to sell the, hockey fights. Do you mean off se- may have an off season? Oh, my God. Hockey fight competition? Kale McCarr fighter. <laughs> Kale McCarr Just doesn't say, seem right. Yeah, I think Kale McCarr would probably pass on that. Oh, good stuff. Uh, <laughs> Join us today, Jackson Wilson, River City Sportplex uh, comes in every Friday on the program. Uh, what's going on with River City right now? A little bit of a, a holiday lull for you guys. Oh, you would think. Right, I would think, but maybe, okay, had a, had a I hundred corrected. Had 170 people down at the public skate yesterday awesome. or two days before. Everyone, everything's cranking. I'm actually headed over to the rink right now. I'll be there about uh, 12, 13 hours. We're running a uh, all-day tournament today and tomorrow, our New Year's Selly Classic. So it's a three-on-three blue line touch-up kind of pond hockey style tournament that we're running down there at the facility. Um, it's super fun. Love it. The the women and the guys that are doing it are just having a great time. Um, the goalie gets to play both teams, so the goalie feels like they win every game. Oh, you that's know, awesome. So that's a nice little treat for, you know, those weird guys. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, but uh, no, it's great. You know, so just six players a team, you know, so there's basically two lines. They play 30-minute games. I think they play about five to six 30-minute games throughout yeah. the whole day. It's from about 10 to 8. Um, you know, snack bars down there open, you know, um, the adult beverage, uh, Obviously, is open down yeah. there. So, you know, if you, if anyone wants to come by and want to, want to see a little, uh, you know, half ice three on three style hockey, uh, super fun guy. They love it. They love the style. Cause you know, right. it's more offensive. It's a little more sure. compact, you know, players that might not necessarily feel comfortable with positioning or like systematic, um, ideals in hockey, they can come in, they can use more of their skills and stuff that they've learned. Um, so it's fun. So we have today, we have our BC division. Um, our, our lowered skill division, and then uh, tomorrow we have our, our higher skill division too. So, so free for people to come watch. Oh yeah, absolutely. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Anyone, anyone come down. I mean, you know, it, it's just it's it's a great get together for us. It's not the most competitive thing. It's still a competitive tournament, obviously, but you know, everyone just likes getting together, playing some you know pond hockey style right. kind of deal, and and, and I think fun. too, it's a, it's a great opportunity if maybe you're interested in adult league or you want to get your kids involved. Go watch. You'll be there. Other folks from River City will be there. You can. In a nice informal way, kind of talk. Oh, yeah. You'll pick your brains a little bit about getting involved with it. I'll be down there. I'll be on the ice. I'm refing a few of these. You know, maybe call some cheap penalties. I don't know. <laughs> if you feel, you, know, the, if you feel the need, but yeah. Hey, well, if somebody see how it starts talking some smack to you, yeah, but wrong guy to talk smack to. Oh, I love it. Yeah, I absolutely. I don't shut up out there. It's so fun. I did a <laughs> high. Whether you're playing or refing, yeah, or, yeah, yeah. 
I did I did a uh, high school alumni game in Glenwood. I graduated from Glenwood Springs High School. I went there three years, and uh, we went up there on Wednesday. And uh, my coach goes, "Man, nothing's changed with you, dude." <laughs> he's like, you're, "He's like you're out here chirping up like 16, 17 year old kids." He's like, "What are you doing with your life, man?" <laughs> I'm like, "Coach, I'm, you know, I'm just having fun." Come on, you're just you're just being you, Jackson. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with that. I'm like Ocho Cinco out there on the yeah. on the edge, just twenty four seven. So you said so you said this uh, this weekend it's a yeah. lot like pond hockey. Will uh, yeah. the team from Mystery Alaska? Oh my be, god, be it's my well, favorite movie. I I love it, dude. That's I still want to do the scene where an away team skates out and the whole home fans open up the newspapers and just totally like. But nowadays, I think you have to do the phone, right? Right, like so. Phone, yeah. So nowadays, instead of opening up the newspaper, which you know, aesthetically, I think the newspapers look better. But nowadays, it's like yeah, you just everyone's got to go on their phone when the you know like, <laughs> you know, the Rangers are supposed to get cheered out, and it's like no, nah, we don't care, we don't care. So is it when you watch that movie? Is there anybody that because I mean, like Russell Crowe didn't mm-hmm. play a ton of hockey, obviously. Right. But when they parts where you can tell he's kind of skating, yeah, do you go, yeah, that's you that, know, that's pretty rough? Or well, I think or, I think they hid his poor level of hockey talent well because remember the character in Mystery Alaska for Russell Crowe was he was like you know the aged sheriff who's kind of getting bumped out of the Sunday game yeah he was or the was Saturday like, game he was on the verge of getting you know, yeah, bumped so, up that so so already they were like all right this guy is kind of slow you know what i mean he's kind of so bad like so yeah. i can definitely you know so they kind of narrated it well where you don't catch it but yeah, i mean yeah some of those guys aren't aren't great and then there's other guys that can that play you know what i yeah. mean with uh, with JJ Watt announcing his retirement, there was a video that came out. JJ Watt played hockey growing up, well, Wisconsin. So. He's, yeah, 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 yeah. He's he's a stud. He was out there moving. Around. I'm like, good God, could you imagine six five JJ Watt out there on skates, like two hundred and eighty <laughs> pounds? That is that's a, that's a frightening thought. I'd love it. I'd love it. I'm gonna go ask the football coach if I can recruit, help his guys out, cross train. If you if you like uh, Miles's number, I can get get you his number. If he's listening, man, please. He might be. I don't know. I could use some bruisers. Okay, we can find him for you. <laughs> I, I'm not sure how crazy he's going to be about that idea, but yeah. we can, you can talk to him. The ones, the big guy. Well, you know, they won't get hurt. Yeah. No. No. JJ Watt's available in 11 days. <laughs> exactly. So maybe JJ Watt. Come on down you to know, River City Sportplex, A League, Adult League. This is a little bit like uh, the Savannah Bananas trying to yeah. get Carlos. Oh my God! Yeah, so maybe this could be kind of two other version. Watts hanging out there too. I believe, right? Derek yeah. and TJ. So yeah, go yeah. get them all. Yeah, I don't think TJ's coming. No, Derek might be. Well, I mean, is Derek even in the league now? I think he's, he's still on the Steelers. I think he's, he's still on the Steelers. But with, we're, with TJ? we're a good okay. solid yeah. sack away from TJ tearing his peck again. That's true. <laughs> That's very true. All right, eight twenty-seven. Jackson, appreciate it. Fun so get times. Out of, get out this weekend. When does it start uh, today? So we're starting at about 10 o'clock a.m. Game starting today and tomorrow. 10 a.m. game start. Uh, championships at like 745 at night, 740 at night. Um, you know, but it's fun. All-day event. People are hanging out at the rink. It's kind of fun for guys because, like, you know, they can be kids again. Get the free it's flow. It's like a youth tournament. Right. Get the free flow. We have uh, schnapps available. We're doing, uh, you know, holiday drinks. So, you know, and if you want to come get, you know, an adult peppermint beverage or, you know, a spiked hot chocolate there you go <laughs> river city's the place to be yeah uh, yeah so it's fun man it's all going good so all right very good have a happy new year man yeah you as well man appreciate you yeah fun, all right fun we, times day I'll, always it's always a great time when oh, you're yeah. here man all right we will take a break we'll come back the pope is with us we'll have our picks coming up next on the jim davis show 
Who do I listen to? The Jim Davis Show on Colorado's sports leader. Whoever suggested that has got to be smoking crack and plenty of it. Whoa. The team. Eight thirty-one. Jim, along with the Buckeye Boy today from the Bozarth Miller Chevrolet Buick Studios, most trusted name in automobiles on this New Year's Eve. Eve. I haven't checked out the text line in a while. Do I want to check out the text quiet. line? It's pretty quiet. Uh, let's see. Kenny wants to win the college football playoffs. You got to get in first. Got to get there, Kenny. Sorry, Kenny. Mike and Scottsdale. Happy Apache Friday with Chachos. Good conference road win for the Buffs last night. Yeah, seventy-three yeah, seventy at Stanford last night. They could be a tough out in March as they continue to develop. K.J. Simpson is playing really well. Mm-hmm. 31 points. Tristan De Silva's been really good as of late. If you're working 50 hours a week, you need to hire staff differently. Hello, L. Have a great weekend, pile. That's why, that's why Mike's in Arizona <laughs> now, isn't it? Apparently so. Uh, let's see. The game this weekend reminds me of the two-win Chiefs beating the one-loss Packers after firing Todd Haley. And inserting interim Romeo oh. Crennel. Oh. Butchie Holtz. You know what, though? He was kind of accurate about the Broncos-Chiefs game the last time. We thought it'd be don't, close. Don't enable him. I know, I'm just, but I have to give him credit when he's right. Why? <laughs> I do, because that's how this is how we do things. When somebody's right about something, we go, yeah, you're right about that. You are the one that really matters in this deal. Jim's got a text this morning. Good morning, Jim. Good morning, very distinguished gentlemen. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Hope you have a happy and safe New Year, Jim. That's a damn lie, and you know it! (laughs) I want to say best of luck to your Wolverines, but... But I don't really care, I'm kind of pulling for TCU in this whole thing, to be quite honest. Me too. So, you Wait a minute. So So, you're saying there's no chance for your Buckeyes? Come on. TCU to beat Michigan, absolutely. Oh, that oh, I thought you were like that does time I win the whole thing. I want. Oh win, no, I wanted no. to win the whole thing. Yeah, sorry, I mean, buddy. If they do fine. Sorry, but... sorry, buddy, but I would like I like TCU. They to are my all. number two hope after <laughs> my own team. Max Duggan, you're my last hope. Yeah, <laughs> help me, Max Duggan. Uh, why does it sound like Max Duggan's a character from a Disney movie from the seventies? Fabulous world of Max Duggan, like um, Kurt Max Russell. Max Duggan would be a Star Wars spinoff if they did him in the 70s. Yeah. <laughs> Could be. I don't know. All right, 833. The Pope is in. Good. He arrives in his usual puff of smoke. Oh Hops oh out of the Pope oh mobile. <laughs> Hello, gentlemen. How are you today? It's uh, a wonderful day. It is a wonderful day. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. So um, this is a little bit of your, your downtime right now. This has been a downtime, but today is my officially first day of my farewell tour to School District 51. My retirement starts today. I am getting ready to start partying all the way through the year. My my slogan will be, as of in two days, 2023 is it for me, and 365 days from today, okay. I will retire. Man. Yes, and I am proud of it. 
should be. I mean, you get to get to retire. You, well, you get you, know, you live long business, enough. That's think, a good thing. The long yeah. as you're on the right yeah, side of the grass, right. as we like to say. That's exactly right. Yeah, yeah. Well, at some point in your radio career, they just start building the coffin around you. <laughs> Well, it's already here. I mean, <laughs> it's, it's rather long. It's rather large. Building around you, huh? Yeah. That's good. <laughs> so uh, how did it go last week? Not uh, too well. Yeah, no. Not too well. So I, uh, Jim, you went three and three. Not bad. Not bad. Well, that's not great. Yeah, Tyler went three and three. Yeah. Me, facetiously picking for Pat, went four and two. And me, for real, went two and four. So did Petey. Wow. Missouri screwed it's me. Two I'm just four. saying. Okay, so that I'm what a bad. game behind you now. You, he, we are tied. No, oh. we're not tied. Uh, pulling up the caboose, solidifying no chance to win is the NBC Grand Rando 49, 44, 49 and one. Uh, fourth place is Tyler. Third is PD. He's four games back of the lead. Jim, fifty eight, thirty seven and one in second place. One game back. Of yours truly, 59, 36, and 1. Mm-hmm. I am the smartest man alive! <laughs> By a game, but I, but Tyler and I won the week, though. Uh, yeah. Because we tied. No, the Rando won the week. Oh, the Rando, Rando won. Yeah, that's what I saw. Me picking facetiously. Yes. Oh, okay. And then you won it. the week, 4 and 2. All those upsets, man. Yeah. So, Baylor okay. screwed me. Okay. Well, I, 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 I misheard what you said, so... Yeah. So Pat won, even though Pat was not here. Yeah, me picking for Pat. So I, I do we? Okay, I guess I'll play it. Oh, no. Doesn't feel <laughs> like they earned it. Life. I mean, it's really crush your enemies. Oh. Yeah. See them driven before you, and they hear the lamentation of the women. That is good. I mean, that is good. Pat Butcher from Vault barely knows who's in the NFL or who's a college football team, <laughs> and I'm not, and I'm not kidding about no, that. No, that's a that's, barely. That's, yeah, barely you're for, real? you're for real, aren't you? I am absolutely wow. 100% uh, real about that. That's almost un-American. I know. <laughs> well, it is Pat. It is Pat. He's a good dude. He's a good dude. Now, grandfather, that's why he wasn't here to make the picks. He was oh, okay. He was here at like 9.30, though, last week. Or yeah, but 10.30, sorry. But yeah, but he wasn't here to do that because he was off seeing the, the new grandchild. So, Which takes precedence. Exactly. Okay. Choke 45 minutes later. <laughs> you okay, are anyway. such a. Okay, you, to call, you almost called him a jerk. <laughs> oh my goodness. He almost, he almost, got he almost did. Almost. We'll, we'll get him. We'll get him at some point. This? Be nice, Buckeye. Be nice. I tried for years, Petey, and. Be with, nice. With no success. He can't be nice. This is me being nice. <laughs> The FCC mandates I'll be a little nicer than Every day that you marry to Karen, I go, God bless her. (laughs) She has the patience of a saint, no doubt. She is a wonderful lady. She's a wonderful lady. You need to be nice. (laughs) You should probably know by now. She'll wear on you. you Petey and I know this. She'll she'll reshape you. I hope so. (laughs) It's going to take a while. She'll reshape that personality. (laughs) All right. Wear that chisel down to a nub. It's time to make our picks today. Welcome. To another edition of Thunderdome! All right. And we don't don't have a rando this week, by the way. No. First game on the docket, the Orange Bowl tonight. Lots of orange. Tennessee, Clemson, oranges. Clemson, five-and-a-half-point favorites. No way. I'm going with the Tigers over the Vols. No Hendon Hooker, uh, no win for the Vols. 
So what about Tyler? Tyler's also taking Clemson. Petey? I'm taking the Vols, man. I, I think the Vols are uh, pretty good. I Clemson is not the dominant Clemson that we've seen in years past. So I'm going to go the Vols, Tennessee. Uh, I'm going to go Clemson. Clint Klubnick, who replaced DJ Ungalele at the quarterback spot. No Hendon Hooker for Tennessee. So Who's Hendon uh, Hooker? Quarterback? quarterback for Tennessee. Oh, well. He blew out his knee. Oh well, then oh, let me oh. let me can I switch? Oh, oh, nah, oh. I gotta switch. Now I gotta switch oh, now. Like a month ago, I didn't too, know that. Okay, all right, let's redo that. Are, Buckeye, are we, are we gonna let him do this? He's already made his please, pick. please, he, please. Did you take your pe- finger off the chess piece? No, yes. my finger's still on the chess piece. Jim jumped in right before I took my finger off, so I'm gonna go Clemson. I mean, out of the four of us. He's in third place, okay, so we'll give so him a little right. charity. All right, all right, all right. All right. A little, a little charity yeah, this yeah. holiday for, for, season. For the old elderly yeah. guy, all exactly. right? For the soon-to-be-retired senior citizen. <laughs> we'll... Season citizen. Season citizen, yes. Yes, sir. Uh, next game is the Peach Bowl. Georgia, six-and-a-half-point favorites over Ohio State. I'm going to put Georgia as the team that I think will win because either way, I'll be right. Ohio State wins or my pick is correct. You'll feel going with good Georgia. if it's your Buckeyes yeah. and be okay with not I'll feel the good pick if correct. it's Ohio State. I'll feel smart if it's Georgia. And Tyler's also going Georgia. Okay. I got Bulldogs. That's my I favorite to take it all. Perhaps you'd like to kill her as well. <laughs> that is good, man. In this holiday season, I would love to be charitable <laughs> and pick your Buckeyes, but I cannot. Sorry. It's Georgia. I, yeah, Georgia. On my uh, mind. In the Fiesta Bowl, the nightcap, you have TCU taking on that team up north. Uh, big dumb khaki pants and his Michigan Wolverines. <laughs> Future coach of the yes. Denver Broncos. Hey, his brother coaches my team now. Well, he doesn't wear khakis and he's not nearly as stupid. So That's John true. Harbaugh has a little bit more respect. That's true. In the Buckeye boy household. Okay. And okay. Jim has zero. I'm going with the Horned Frogs. Come on, Horned Frogs. And Tyler, for some reason, not uh, just kind of spitting on our friendship is taking Michigan. <laughs> spitting on our friendship. Oh, my god! I invited him over to Thanksgiving, <laughs> and then he takes Michigan. Mr. Loogie himself. What a, what a jerk. <laughs> Petey? I'm going, look, I think Michigan is, is going to be uh, the team to beat. Their defense is just going to probably... But Dugan, that quarterback for TCU is really good. He, he He's all around... One of the best in the country. Is he in the – where was he in the Heisman? Runner-up. Runner-up? Yeah. He's, he's good. Up. He's Duggan? good. He's yeah. Runner-up oh, Heisman. yeah, that's right. That's yeah. yeah. So I'm going to go Michigan. We'll do it. Boy, I'm torn here. Come on. You know you want to. He said Horn Frogs earlier in the show. Yeah. Yes, I'll, okay. I'll, well, I'm making picks now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> ah, that's loser talk. <laughs> it's loser talk, huh? <laughs> Give me some horny toes. Give me, yeah. give me T C U. The horny toes. Yeah. Great horny toes. And we're moving on to the NFL now. <laughs> Sunday night football. Yes. Flexed in over yes. a game that probably oh, yeah. didn't need to be there, which I don't remember. Ah, stop it. Home team Ravens, two and a half point favorites over the Pittsburgh Steelers. Mm-hmm. I, as much as I hate to do it, even though I'm not a huge fan of Grand Larceny, I will take the Ravens in this game, even though they stole my team. They are going all black, black jerseys, black pants. 
and it's going to be a good time in Baltimore Crab Cake City. So I am going to go with the Ravens in the win with that defense with Roquan Smith and the boys. Tyler's also taking the Ravens, by the way. Steelers coming off that uh, emotional win. Death of Franco Harris. The Michael reception. Big letdown coming. You know, anniversary. Yep. Can they build off of that? Can Kenny Pickett build off what he did late in that game? No. No, he can't. <laughs> It's the Baltimore Can, Ravens. Kenny what a through. setup that was, buddy. Nope, that's the Baltimore Ravens. <laughs> Can Kenny get through a month without a concussion? <laughs> what no. a setup that was. That was great. Next game is Monday <laughs> Night Football. Probably the best Monday Night Football game of the season. Some are saying ever. Eh, I don't know about that. It's, I don't know about that. be a top fiver potentially, though. It's 52 years. It's easy. Super Bowl runner-up. Bills, right. AFC, you know. Are these the same people that said the AFC West is going to be the best division in the history of sports yeah. while one coach got fired and one I quarterback would, got fired? I would have to look back at all the games, but it's probably a – okay, I'll, I'll back up a little bit. Top ten. I'm going to say top half. Okay. Because we don't know how it's going to play out yet. But it's, it's going to be a real best Monday night football game of this season. Yes. Bills at the Bengals. Buffalo, a one-point road favorite. I'm going with Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow since Thanksgiving is 5-0. and Russell Wilson has won three games this entire season. Joe Burrow and the Bengals are going to beat the Bills in Cincinnati. I'm going with the Bengals. Tyler's going with the Bills. Did he? Absolutely, I'm going with the Bills because I... Hatred. Hey, now, look out. Yeah. Uh, they are one game ahead of my Ravens, but I just think that uh, Buffalo... With Leslie Frazier as a defensive coordinator, they'll have enough for Joe Burrow. So, um, And they always win the, those tight games, unless it's the Chiefs. Unless it's the Chiefs. They can't beat the Chiefs, but I will pick the Buffalo Bills. No. Thank you. Lyle Collins out on the Bengals' offensive line. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go with the Bills in this one. I, I rel- Look at you. I'm, My man. I, I like the Bengals. I really do. I'm one of the few people I think that likes Joe Burrow. I like grown up McCoy because because he, he delivers. Yeah. Little I'm, Joey I'm, Cool. But I'm gonna. But I also like Josh Allen a lot too. I I'm, I like Buffalo in this game. Hey, with the Wyoming, he's a cowboy man. That's right. Come on now. And now we move on to Sunday morning. Kansas City Chiefs. And we were having such a lovely conversation. Well, <laughs> it was going all so well. So swimmingly. Until now. You know, you get three points for being at home. <laughs> and you take those away. The Chiefs are still two score favorites. Nine and a half. It's 12 and a half. The Chiefs oh, home favorites. Early kickoff. Interim coach. Russell's Danger Witch Sandwich. The spicy American <laughs> cheese. I'm going to go with the Chiefs. Tyler also picking the Chiefs. I'm picking the Chiefs, but I have a question for Bronco fans. Will Sean Payton be the next head coach of the Denver Broncos? Mm, no. No, I don't think he will be. Don't think so? No, I don't. Because he's still under rights to the Saints. They I don't, don't have I, any trade capital. And he might end up going back to the Saints. That's yeah. entirely possible. Wow. I don't, I don't think he has the interest, and I don't think the Broncos have okay. enough okay. resources. That would be the best happen. pick. If they had, Mm -hmm. that would be the top pick that they could get. But anyway, I am going to go with the Chiefs in this one. Let's do it. Uh, I 
I hate Kansas City. I <laughs> so just do. do I. I just hate them. I know. But they're going to win this game Sunday. Yes, they are. I, I want to think that Russ will, will play fairly well. Maybe this will be, you know, a precursor of things to come. I hope so. I don't know. Or do they could the just get Broncos totally cover? No. What's the spread again? 12 and a half. 13. Um... Boy on the road, you have a gambling no, problem. I don't, I don't, no, I don't think so. I don't think so. Either. I don't think so. No. All right, that's Miami. it. Yep, that's it. Okay, Petey, thank you so much. Have a happy new year. All right, guys, thank you so much for inviting me. The last couple of weeks, it's been a real pleasure to be in the studio with you guys. It's been fun having you here, my friend. Thank you, sir. All right, we will take a break. We'll come back, bring you the uh, the final couple of interviews we have of our best of 2022. With uh, Palisade coach Winnie McCaskill, Bulldogs going to a state for three straight uh, seasons. Also, Delta coach Ben Johnson, our conversation with him after Delta lost in the 2A state championship game. That coming up next on the Jim Davis Show on the Team Sports Network. I'm a big sports addict. I like sports. 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 This is the Jim Davis Show on the Team 101 FM, 1340 AM, Grand Junction, 102.1 FM, Delta Montrose. Welcome back, 851. Jim and the Buckeye Boy. And want to wrap up the program today with a couple of interviews from our best of 2022. Palisade Volleyball going to the state tournament. Three straight seasons. Some, they had not been to the state tournament since the mid-90s when they qualified for the, for the first time in a very long time. And so we had the chance to talk with the Bulldogs coach Winnie McCaskill about the success of her Palisade volleyball team making it to the state tournament once again. Wendy McCaskill joins me. Good morning, Wendy. Good morning. Thanks for uh, having us again. Well, I, I got the uh, the celebratory text from Matt uh, over the weekend <laughs> on Saturday, and congratulations. Look, I, I think you're like you were saying when we talked before that with all the injuries, all the things, position changes. You know, you you you, you kind of challenge your team. Hey, let's see if we can finish second in the league. Let's see what happens, and we'll kind of go from there. And, and your team has really responded to that. I mean, you won six straight to end the regular season. You win your region to go back to state for the third straight time, and and you're just a, a remarkable result. Considering, I think you probably had your own doubts early on in the season about where this team might be and whether even a, a state tournament berth would even be possible for your Palisade volleyball team. Oh, absolutely. I mean, I wouldn't be lying if kind of midway through the season, we all weren't kind of looking at each other and wondering if we would have a winning record at the end of the year, you know. Um, but ultimately, we all kind of just committed to just persevering and just being as gritty and um, resilient as we could and just taking it day by day with whatever changes came our way. And that, I think, ultimately is what helped us at the regional tournament, too. We had a, a, a great region. Both of those teams were super solid, um, very good programs. And so to come out the winner of that region is um, just quite an accomplishment. And I think our girls did a really good just re- uh, job responding to, um, yeah, just those, those quality teams that we were playing. Wendy McCaskill, coach of the Palisade Volleyball team with us. Uh, Bulldogs get the win over the Classical Academy, then take down the host Holy Family. And a, and a really big weekend for Addie Ritterbush in terms of kills. But Michaela Buxton also played really, really well this weekend for you, Wendy. Right. It was um, it was a really cool uh, weekend in that Addie did um, what she does for us, and she led our offensive charge. And we had other players uh, who have had 
glimmers and little moments here and there through the season um, just really step up and have some solid performances. And Michaela Buxton was one of them. Uh, Lauren Harden had a great set or match. Um, Braley McCaskill stepped up and um, did some things for us. And um, Ava Wallet and Sophia DeWitt from the defensive end. Just, uh, everyone just kind of had a moment, and all of those moments were at different times. And I think that's what sort of propelled us through to um, the two victories on Saturday. And what's really nice about that is that none of the performances are not repeatable. Like nobody played crazy out of their heads. It's going to be hard to reproduce that. Like all of those performances are absolutely reproducible. And so that's a really exciting thing going into state next weekend that we might be able to uh, do that again. That's Bulldogs volleyball coach Winnie McCaskill. They lost in the 4A state tournament to Cheyenne Mountain Discovery Canyon, but still a great season for the Palisade volleyball team. Also a great season for the Delta Panthers football team that got all the way to the 2A state championship game, unfortunately lost to Eaton in that title game. Here's our conversation with Panthers coach Ben Johnson. And with us right now, the Chick-fil-A breakfast team phone line, the coach of the Delta Panthers, Ben Johnson, and our Conversation with Ben Johnson brought to you by the Rick Nelson Agency and American Family Insurance. For a free comparison, call this team of licensed professionals at 970-241-0078. Ben, I appreciate the time. Hope you had a a wonderful Thanksgiving and just a a great season for your football team, but unfortunately uh, just could not uh, bring it all the way home, that first title in in 62 years coming up short (laughs) against Eaton on Saturday. Yeah, it was was a a tough one. They're a good football team, and we made a couple little mistakes here and there, but it was a, it was a week. Uh, we had the week off for Thanksgiving, and that was nice, but it was very busy. And then it's a pretty quick trip over there to Pueblo, and then we got home at 3 o'clock in the morning, so it's sort of been a little bit of a whirlwind. But, you know, I thought our kids played hard, and it was, it was just one of those things that didn't work out our way. Well, I mean, when you, you look at, you know, it was missed opportunities for your football team. I think you, you referenced right. that when you talked with, with Matt Meyer after the game that, that's the thing that, that that comes back to you know be one of those painful reminders. Just there, there are opportunities against that Eaton team that you couldn't take advantage of. Yeah, you know the big one that sticks out. You know, we go down fourteen nothing, and then we battle back and make it fourteen ten about midway through the now probably about the fourth quarter. We block a field goal and we run it all the way back to their thirty yard line, and uh, you know that's that's where. I really wish we would have took a shot in the end zone, and that's my fault. But we, we got five yards on first down, and then we got four yards on second down. So then we're sitting at third and one on their, about their 22-yard line, and uh, we go for it, get stuffed. Um, so now it's fourth and one, and we go for it again and get stuffed again. So really with about six minutes left in the game that was that was a huge momentum swing because we just needed to punch that in go up 17 14 and uh we didn't do it and i i really wish i would have gave our kids a chance especially gavin brewer to make a play in the end zone which he's done great all year but uh we didn't do that and it's just one of those things you're going to regret for a while delta coach ben johnson incredible season uh went undefeated all the way up to that state title game loss to Eaton and uh, returns a lot of talent, uh, most notably Ty Reed at the quarterback spot. All right, that's our show for today. Thanks again for joining us. Hope you have a wonderful New Year's weekend. Uh, the best to you and your family and friends in 2023. We'll be back with you on Monday. We'll look back at uh, Broncos Chiefs. 
We'll have uh, the number game returning as well coming up on Monday. So uh, enjoy the weekend. And don't forget today we'll have Colorado Mesa basketball, both Maverick basketball teams at CSU Pueblo. Women's pregame at 145 today. They'll tip it at 2 o'clock, followed by the men at 4 o'clock. Same schedule for tomorrow here on the team 